Thank you for listening to a Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. If you need any information about our church or if you'd like to give online, please visit us at praisechapelkingman.com. I've got something else here that was given to me, if I can bring it up here. Oh, it's there. It's not there. It's there. Okay. This was given to me. Bev handed me this on a, on a card. It says, uh, if Jesus showed up for dinner on Thanksgiving, there wouldn't be any fighting over the drumsticks. He'd just multiply them. <clears throat> he could turn water into cranberry sauce if you ran out. <clears throat> the last to arrive would be the first to get served. He'd let the little children come to him at the big people table. How many of your families, we, we, uh, we, uh, yeah, never mind. <clears throat> He'd make sure all the food was ready at the same time and dished up piping hot. He'd grant everyone's wishbone wishes. <clears throat> and finally, there'd be enough leftovers to feed a whole multitude. <clears throat> so I do want to just share something with you tonight. And uh, uh, I have intentionally made this a little bit less as far as length. Uh, because it's Thanksgiving Eve, and uh, I know that there are those that are at home tonight preparing for tomorrow, and I appreciate you guys all being here for Thanksgiving Eve, and believe God's going to has a message for us, uh, but I've kind of made it a little shorter uh, so that we can get home, and those uh, who are preparing for tomorrow can have some time tonight. But you know, when a preacher says he's going to make it a little bit shorter, you know that is all relative, right? But I do want to say something to you tonight, and that is Happy Thanksgiving. Now, Thanksgiving shouldn't be just, just a day, and I think most of us here tonight understand that. It really, Thanksgiving for us as believers should be a daily practice. Now tell yourself, practice it daily. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, Paul writes and tells us uh, through the Word of God, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're going to see over the next bit of time that thanksgiving can be more than a celebration on one day it really should be our lifestyle. And the benefits of thanksgiving and our our entering into thanks uh, as a lifestyle, the benefits are are incredible and miraculous. I'm serious. It'll be life-changing. And so if we practice giving of thanks through our lives uh, as a lifestyle, It'll change us for the better. I mean, you know, we could, we could stand to be changed for the better. I mean, we're, we're saved and we've been brought into the kingdom of God, but we could, we could stand to be better, right? And our lives can change for the better. So we really ought to ask ourselves a question. And that is, what do we have to be thankful for? Somebody say, a lot. lot. Appreciate that. This is Ephesians uh, 5 verse 20 again says, giving thanks always for all things. See, the Bible says this is something we should do 
all the time. Say, all the time. <laughs> Praise God. It's God's will. This is what 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18 says, In everything, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Say, for me. And see, because it's the will of God. This is, the will of God's important, isn't it? It's important for us as believers to live our lives in the will of God. There's a lot of people that are wondering, what's the will of God for my life? And I'm going to give you something tonight that I can guarantee is the will of God for our lives, and that is uh, to give thanks always for all things in everything, to give thanks. It's the will of God to cultivate a lifestyle of thankfulness. Now, I want you to tell yourself or tell somebody, it, this is the will of God. It's important, isn't it? So what do we have to be thankful for? This is what Psalm verse, uh, chapter 103 tells us, gives us a list of some things that we are thankful for tonight. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Now say turkey. All right. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Yeah. This guy in this psalm is reminding himself and us, don't forget all the good God has done for you. Now, I want you to tell yourself again something tonight. I want you to tell yourself God has a great benefit package. It's important for us to remember not only on Thanksgiving Day, but every day the, the benefits that God has for us. It is especially true if we're going through something difficult in our lives uh, because sometimes when we're going through junk, we can... You know, it can kind of crowd out that thankfulness, and it shouldn't. We have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? So if you're asking yourself, what do I have to be thankful for? We have a lot to be thankful for. We need, first of all, to remember to be thankful for our salvation. Now, when I was getting this together, I was thinking, you know, that this really, I almost hesitated in bringing this up because it's the first thing that comes to our mind uh, when we're talking about being thankful to God and what do we have to be thankful for. Our minds immediately, oh, well, for Jesus and for salvation through Him, right? Uh, uh, but then as I thought, well, you know, people are going to already think that, and I thought, you know, it's kind of messed up not to mention our salvation and our thankfulness because it's the most important thing in the world to us, isn't it? I mean, we have so much to be thankful for, but thank God we're saved. And that saved means we're safe. And so we need to be thankful if, you, if, if your stuff is going on in your life and it's seeming to crowd out your, your attitude of thanksgiving and thankfulness, uh, then just remind yourself, I got saved. I got saved. 
Jesus saved me. Revealed, thank God that He revealed Himself to us uh, and brought us to Himself. Uh, and if you're wondering what do I have to be thankful for, be thankful for Him and that He saved us uh, and brought us into the kingdom of God. Uh, and now we can be thankful. So tell yourself, man, I am thankful. Or woman, I am thankful. Whichever the case may be. We can't allow ourselves to forget how good God has been to us and how He saved us. He's, he's, blessed. he's given us a great benefit package, hadn't He? He's, uh, he's forgiven all of, all of our iniquity, all of them, all of them. He heals all our diseases. He redeemed our life from destruction, and some of us know about that. Huh, Doug? He redeemed our life from destruction, crowned us with loving kindness, tender mercies, satisfies our mouth with good things, and a lot of us can say, that's right. And uh, our youth even is renewed. I, I'm believing for more of that, right? There's so much to be thankful for. Our families, our friends, our our church, our country, our homes, clothes, food, all the other acts, all those benefits, benefits. We have been benefited. Say, I'm loaded with benefits. You're doing good tonight. Appreciate that. Now, I want to talk for a little bit about the power of heartfelt thanks. And as I'm talking about this, you know, I, I, I was considering when thanks isn't thanks. And thanks isn't thanks when it's not heartfelt. Now, this can convict me because I, in fact, this does kind of convict me, this about not putting my whole heart into thanks sometimes. And so, because I get convicted about it, I figure I'll throw it off on you guys. Share it. Happy Thanksgiving. But uh, in particular, I, I was thinking about me and, and uh, praying over food and thanking God for food, you know, and, and sometimes when I thank God for my, I really do before I eat, uh, I thank God for my food, but a lot of times it really is just like, thank you, Jesus, you know, just like that. And uh, sometimes I, I don't know that I always put my whole heart into it, and, and I just kind of, thank you, Jesus. But I, I'm trying to, to remind myself to, to put more of my heart into it, you know. And, and, and even if it's a, a, a brief prayer of thanks, to at least mean it, you know. Right? right? Because I'm wondering what God thinks about that if I just, well, thanks, you know. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody thank you for something and, uh, it, and, and you knew when they thanked you that they didn't really mean it? Yeah. It was like, thanks. Kind of like that, right? right. You parents, give your, give your kids underwear for Christmas and you'll understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thanks. Just what I needed. Ooh, I've been waiting all year for this. Thanks isn't thanks when it's not heartfelt 
or meaningful. And so when we pray over our food, it should be more than just a, like a rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, yay God kind of prayer. Now having said that, I don't believe that we need to pray 10-minute recitations uh, 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 type prayers over all of our food. I would encourage you, if you're the one appointed to pray over your Thanksgiving meal tomorrow, not to do like a 10-minute prayer. If you got that much to be thankful for, share it after you eat, you know, with each other. I think that's a good thing, and talk about what you're thankful for. I don't know that necessarily it's the best thing to do right before you eat or you get everybody hangry. And while you're expressing thanksgiving, everybody else is thinking, I wish he or she would just shut up, you know? So you don't, we don't have to do a, a long, you know, these flowery kind of Thanksgiving prayers of, uh, before we eat Thanksgiving dinner like, oh, great God, and thank you for your bountiful bounty and that kind of thing, right? Everybody knows you don't talk like that normally. And we don't have to put on a show for God, do we? Uh, but giving of thanks should at least be heartfelt. And so I think it's a good thing to share what we're thankful for. But uh, maybe prayer, uh, a heartfelt, brief prayer of thanksgiving for the meal, and then afterwards everybody can share what you're thankful for, right? I, I just You do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> Psalm 100 and verse 4 in the Amplified says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and with a thank offering. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. And so what he's talking about is us putting our heart into our words when we are thankful to him. And thanks is thanks when it's heartfelt. Now, last thing I want to share with you for a little bit is about the missing ingredient that may be there from some of our prayers, and what that missing ingredient can be or may be is thanksgiving. Thinking about missing ingredients. When I was a young single guy, uh, I'd just gotten saved for uh, a little while before this, maybe a year or so, and there was a, a girl in the church that was interested in me, and so it was my birthday, so she made some cookies for me for my birthday. And that was nice, thoughtful, right? And so she brought those to me, and, and she was a reformed hippie like I was, and, and so she give, gave me this plate of cookies and said, they're healthy cookies, and so she gave them to me. I said, thank you very much. I was, I was thankful. She expressed and said, thank you. Went home, and I bit into one of those cookies. And it wasn't like it was bad. It just wasn't good <laughs> at all. And it was just like a, it's like I had a, uh, it was kind of spongy. Yeah. I don't know what the heck she made it out of, but it was healthy. But it was missing, I mean, a whole lot of it. It wasn't just missing an ingredient. It was missing a whole lot of ingredients for making it good, like sugar. 
I'm thinking my, I probably had brown flour or something, you know, whole wheat flour or something. And I don't even know how she got it to puff up like it was just, it was a, it was a mouthful of puffy. <laughs> had no flavor, had no taste. So, needless to say, <clears throat> she and I didn't become an item. <laughs> my gosh, man, my whole life ahead of me, I eaten. Anyway. Have you ever felt like, talking about missing and greed, have you, ever, have you ever felt like something was missing from your prayer life? Yes. You know, you pray and, and it's just like, man, am I, if, am I missing it somewhere? Now, the reason some of our praying may feel less than powerful could be because it's missing something. And that's something that could be missing is mixing thanksgiving in with our prayers. We look in the Word of God, uh, it tells us that one of the most powerful things about prayer is when we mix thanksgiving in with them. Uh, Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer with, and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 says, Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with what? Thanksgiving. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 says, therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. And so over and over in the Bible, uh, it tells us our prayers should have thanksgiving or giving of thanks mixed in with them. And I really wonder how many of us do this and do it regularly. I, I have to ask myself, how often do I do this? Mix up Thanksgiving with our prayers. See, when we're praying uh, for our kids or grandkids, uh, we pray things like, you know, God, uh, make yourself known to them. Reveal yourself to them. Uh, protect them from all the junk that's going on in the world. But we need, along with that kind of praying, to add in some thanksgiving. So I just kind of put this up. Uh, Jesus, thank you for making yourself real to them. I thank you for your protection over their lives. I entrust them to you. Thank you for watching over them. That kind of praying. You know what that does? That begins to mix in something that is so powerful in our prayers. Uh, that thanksgiving does something that is powerful. And you know what happens when we mix thanksgiving in with our prayer? You know what comes? Peace. Yes. Tell somebody, peace. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, this is exactly what it says here. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known, unto, known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, sometimes I think we may be anxious and uptight because maybe we've forgotten a key ingredient to our prayer when we mix up thanksgiving in with our prayer, God's peace will come. That's the promise of God's Word. And so if we will be and practice as a lifestyle and cultivate in our lives thanksgiving more and more and add it in, mix it in with our prayer, uh, we're going to get peace. 
And there's a reason this happened. There's power that's released. Prayer with thanksgiving is a faith kind of prayer. In Mark 11, verse 24, Jesus said, Therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you'll have them. Jesus said, if we'll pray believing, then we're going to get what we are asking for. We pray with faith, right? One of the ways, and so we ask, well, how can I pray more of those kind of, how can I know that my prayers are those faith kind of prayers? I can tell you, one of the ways we can know that we're praying in faith is when we mix thanksgiving in with those prayers. If we need healing in our bodies, we say something like, Jesus, you're my healer. I ask you to heal me from uh, this headache or this pain or this growth or this affliction or this backache, this back problem, this vertebrae problem, all, whatever it might be. And then we mix in thanksgiving by adding, I thank you that by your stripes I've healed. I praise you that now I am healed in your name. Thank you, Jesus, for being my healer. Amen. And see, when we... We add and mix in thanksgiving with our prayer. Something of the miraculous begins to happen. It changes the way we feel. It's not just that we're unloading our prayer to God, but we're mixing faith and thanksgiving in there, mixing thanksgiving in, and what that's doing is mixing faith in with that prayer, and it's powerful. This is the kind of praying Jesus taught and practiced. I'm, I'm going to... Wrap it up here in just a little bit. Somebody say, that's what he said. <laughs> now, don't roll your eyes around, okay? <laughs> Before Jesus fed the 5,000, we know the story, don't we, from God's Word. It says in John 6, verse 11, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks... He distributed them to his disciples and disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. Isn't that good? Uh, what did he do? He prayed. He blessed the food. He thanked God for the food, uh, the Father, and then he multiplied and gave them as much as they wanted. This miracle of feeding the 5,000 wasn't just uh, him praying to the Father, but he mixed that prayer in with thanksgiving. He thanked the Father, and the Father said, you know what? I, that's a faith kind of prayer. I'm going to multiply, and they, they all had a Thanksgiving meal as much as they wanted, loaded, and took up like 12 baskets afterwards. One of the greatest miracles Jesus performed in, in his lifetime while he was on the earth was the raising of Lazarus from the dead, wasn't it? John chapter 11, and, and most of us know the story. Uh, Lazarus was his friend. He had heard that he was sick, and so Jesus uh, uh, waited several days, and after he got there, the sisters of Lazarus, Mary and Martha, said, you're too late. He's dead. 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 And stinking. He's stinking dead. If you had only come, and both of them said, if you'd only... If you'd only been here, he wouldn't have died, but now he's dead. Now, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. Uh, he's dead, but he's, and he's stinking dead. Yeah. 
That's real dead. Tell somebody, real dead. But we know the story. Jesus went to the tomb. He said, roll back the stone. They rolled, they rolled the stone back. And then he cried out, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth. Isn't that right? And he, rose, he raised Lazarus from the dead. But before he said, Lazarus, come forth, look at what he said. It says in John 11, verse 41, Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Before he ever called Lazarus to come out of the, the tomb, he first of all lifted up his voice and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. This is the way our prayers can have such power and we'll sense more the power of God in our prayers. We'll see more the miraculous release in our lives if we pray in faith and we pray in faith by adding and mixing in thanksgiving with those prayers. And Jesus said, Father, thank you. Tonight, we ought to say, Father, thank you. On this Thanksgiving Eve, and I really am going to wrap it up just right here. As Pastor Howard said, put a bow on it. <laughs> wrap it up and put a bow on it. We ought to be thankful, shouldn't we? All of us. Every one of us, anybody that's here that's been born again and knows Jesus as our Savior, we, can be, we have a lot to be thankful for. And if you've never given your life to Christ, you can, you can do that tonight before we close this service out and enter into Thanksgiving Day with a whole lot to be thankful for. Lots of benefits. I want to encourage us tonight to not just let Thanksgiving Day come and go and just eat and do all that stuff and, and all, but to, to be thankful tomorrow, but then on Friday. Black Friday? I don't know about black. But it doesn't need to be black. It can be red for the blood of Jesus. You know. Anyway, anyway, on on Friday, Saturday, all all through, let's let's mix in and make Thanksgiving our lifestyle. And you know what'll happen? We'll see more of the miraculous power of God released in our lives. We'll sense more of God's presence in our lives. Why? Because we know God's with us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Can you say, I believe that? So I want, to, I want you to say one last thing to yourself, and we're gonna, I'm going to pray over us, and we're going to pray. I want you to tell yourself, be thankful. You, now, you were doing real good up until right now. I want you to say to yourself, be thankful. And now tell yourself, I am thankful. Praise God. Isn't he good? Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Jesus, thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for revealing yourself to us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for a life of the miraculous. Where God, nothing is impossible. We thank you for it tonight. If you're here, just as, as everyone's heads are bowed, no one looking around for a moment. I know a lot of you, but I don't know everybody. And so maybe you're here tonight and you've never given your life to Christ and you'd like to tonight. Uh, you've been away from him possibly and tonight you want to come back home to him and you just, with heads bowed, no one looking around. Maybe you've never done this or you've been away from God for a long time. You're coming home tonight. You just slip your hand up and say, would you just remember me in prayer before you close this service out? 
for forgiveness, for God to forgive me. Thank you for him. God bless you. I see that hand. Amen. God bless you. I see that hand. Amen. Praise God. Let's all pray this prayer together, would you? And just let's all repeat it out loud. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. I know you did it for me. Thank you for that. I ask for your forgiveness for all of my sin. You paid the price so that all of my iniquities could be forgiven. I receive that tonight. I thank you for it. And I give my life to you. I am glad on this Thanksgiving Eve. Thank you for listening to the Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. We can't wait to see you next week.